This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by the American Sugar Alliance, backing America's beet and cane producers. Good Wednesday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. Broadband expansion is occurring at a record pace, but millions still remain without service. According to a new FCC report, 4.3 million rural Americans gained access to broadband internet in 2017, accounting for the majority of the service expansion. The number of Americans lacking access to FCC's benchmark 25 megabyte per second download speed and 3 megabyte per second upload speed dropped 18% to 21.3 million. Access to even higher 250 down 25 up speed grew by 85% in rural America in 2017. But concerns about data reliability cast a shadow over the report. Connect Americans Now Outreach Director John Conradi says FCC's coverage maps don't always reflect broadband reliability. A perfect example that I like to highlight is Hamilton County, Kansas. The FCC says Hamilton County has 100% connectivity, but a recent study commissioned by Microsoft looking at usage data found only 3% of folks in that county actually access the internet at broadband speeds. That's a huge disparity and something that needs to be addressed. He says there's two issues with the FCC's broadband mapping. The first is that they use census blocks, which in rural parts of the country are often could be hundreds of square miles uh, as the measurement. The second is how they, add, they frame their survey to internet providers. They say, do you cover this area or could you cover this area? What's well, that could second part that is subjective, that means something different to everyone who's surveyed, and that results in mismatched data. FCC's broadband coverage maps have been the frequent target of criticism on Capitol Hill and among industry groups. In a statement on the report, FCC Commissioner Michael O'Reilly said FCC's data collection has been rightfully criticized. Seeing lots of water along the Missouri River? Get used to it. AgriPulse's Ben Nully explains. Heavy rain in the Dakotas is pushing the Army Corps of Engineers to increase release rates of water in the Missouri River Basin. John Remus is chief of the Missouri River Basin Water Management Division with the Army Corps. He says they will increase water release rates at Gavin's Point Dam at the South Dakota-Nebraska border on Saturday. The indications this morning as far as uh, reservoir levels and runoff would indicate that we will be going to 75,000 QBP per second release out of Gavin's Point, and we would be holding that release for the foreseeable future. 75,000 cubic feet per second is equivalent to some 33.7 million gallons of water per minute. Today, releases were running at 65,000, but a normal year is around 30,000 cubic feet per second. Reservoir regulation lead Kevin Grody says extremely saturated soils are causing massive water runoff. There's just a tremendous amount of rain that has fallen and has resulted in some record runoff into especially the four lower reservoirs, Owyhee, Big Bend, Fort Randall, and Gavin's Point. There uh, is mountain snowpack that still is melting and will be running off into Fort Peck and Garrison. We have taken that into consideration with the amount of storage that we have available in those reservoirs to receive that runoff. Snowmelt is just starting to reach tributaries in Montana and North Dakota. Grody adds more should come later in June. For AgriPulse, I'm Ben Nully. El Nino is playing a big role in the current weather patterns and can be expected to continue to do so. That's the word of USDA meteorologist Brad Rippey. He says El Nino conditions are outside typical patterns right now. The typical cycle for El Nino is for fading or weakening conditions during the spring months. That simply has not happened this year, and in fact, we've seen a really robust El Nino continuing through the spring. He says this could lead to a less destructive hurricane season. 
if El Nino persists through the summer, and the likelihood of that happening is about 70%, that acts as a suppressing factor by producing hostile winds, west-to-east winds across the Atlantic Tropical Basin that can strip apart or tear up developing storms and hurricanes. Last year, hurricanes caused billions in damages to ag producers in the southeast. Lawmakers are working to pass a $19.1 billion disaster supplemental appropriations package, but have been stopped by individual member objections. Another attempt could be made at a pro forma session of the House tomorrow. If the effort fails there, the legislation will be put to a vote next week. Today's AgriPulse Drive Time is brought to you by the American Sugar Alliance, fighting every day for America's no-cost sugar policy and the 142,000 farmers and workers it supports. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.